Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of, what's this called? The Evening Almanac. <laughs> Blimey, forgetting already. Yes, this is day seven of uh, an experimental podcast where I'm doing five minutes a day. So if this is the first time you've decided to join, great. That also means you wouldn't have noticed that the fucking theme tune has changed. Now, I'm using Anchor to do this. I don't get paid to promote them or anything. I'm just telling you, uh, uh, you are able to create a podcast on your phone, but also you can do it on a laptop, on your desktop, and you can just import audio. So I've been importing the audio for the last few days, but I thought today, let's do it all on the phone just to make it easier, get used to it. But of course, do they have the same music on the phone that they have available in the um, desktop version? No, of course not. Because that would be too easy, wouldn't it? Fuck it, these companies. i tell you something. I It must be a sign of middle age, uh, but I don't think so. I think I was always this angry about it. Just having to deal with uh, bad design, um, just shit interfaces, shit user uh, UIs. It makes me want to go and find the fucking developers that made this these pieces of shit and just... Time to a chair and force them to work until they f- they get it right. Who who says yeah? Let's just have different music available on the desktop than on the app. Like, where's the logic? Anyway, just getting just getting annoyed about it. But I've got a, a great joke to share, and I'm going to share that joke in a minute. It's it, it's all a Norm Macdonald joke, which is based off of it, but it definitely isn't his joke. I think he nicked the premise um, because I've heard it uh, years ago. I mean, it might be his joke from years ago, but I doubt it because he told it about Donald Trump. And this was all way before Trump being president. I don't know, Trump's been around for years though, hasn't he? He's been around for years and years and years. Um, so I will share that joke in a in a bit. But um, I was just having a chat with my wife about how people aren't crippled by self-doubt. Like, there's a lot of people out there I know who've picked a career and then they've just gone, this is me now. I'm a surveyor. I'm an IT director. I'm a uh, investment banker. I'm a, uh, I, I, you know, I run recruitment for the financial services. Like, they, they find a niche and it's just like a, you know, office type. I'm a solicitor. They find something and then they're like, yeah, this is what I do. And then that, that's, they're, they're happy for that to be their life story. And what comes with that is I understand you get stability, you get money, you get a house. But they're happy to go to their grave, even if they live to 80, 90, 100, and go, yeah, I was a solicitor, I was a surveyor, I was an accountant. I can't do that. I'm not one of those people. I'm, I'm the fucking dickhead who's making a five-minute podcast every day. Right? There working and then they're enjoying the spoils of their labor uh, which can be very fruitful now i had a corporate career for 90 i've worked in the corporate world for 19 years as i continuously say um but i didn't like any of it i hated it i was desperately miserable and my wife said to me she you know she worked in investment banks and things as well and she was like you know she didn't much it's not everyone's first choice, is it? If you win the lottery, you probably wouldn't carry on doing the job. But she was like, no, she she enjoyed it. She did. She liked it enough not to have an existential freak out. Whereas when I was in an office, I hated myself every day. And now I just, 
I don't hate myself every day. I'm pleased that I got out, but I've replaced that existential crisis and dread and hatred with a kind of continuous worry about money. It's almost like you replace one anxiety from for another. But now I don't have the money to enjoy fucking anything, really. Like, I'm at the moment living paycheck to paycheck. And I, people forget what it's like to be skint. Right? And I come from a poor working class family, yada, yada, yada. And we never had any money. And one of the reasons why I wanted a career is because I was like, I'm, I fucking don't want to be poor. I just, I'm fed up of it. Fed up of being poor my whole life. And so in my 30s, I started making a bit of money. And by like my mid-30s, I was making good money. By 40, I was making good money. No, I mean, not, not, nothing crazy, but good enough money that I had comfort. I didn't have to worry about it. I was able to put 700 or a £1,000 aside each month. That's the kind of disposable income I had where I could chuck up some savings like that. And uh, quite a few of my other mates have, are now on that kind of stage of life because a lot of people are at this age. And then now when I say I can't afford to do something, they're like, yeah, you can, yeah, you can. They've kind of forgotten what it is like to be poor. And I've forgotten what it was like to be poor until I went back there. And I can tell you something, it ain't no fun. But good luck to these people who can find something and go, oh, I'm happy with this. I'm, I'm a big believer that a lot of people lie to themselves because it's easier. But some people, they seem to be just, they found a groove. They don't think too deeply about it. And, um, you know, they love the money. I can understand that, but surely, surely there is more more to it, more to life. I don't know, maybe I'm broken. Maybe my brain is broken somehow. Fuck knows. I've never been able to settle. Right, I can't see the time of uh, what I'm recording because the Anchor app goes, I don't know, it's six minutes now. Right, yeah, there we go. Right, so I should probably wind this up. Let's t- let me tell you this joke. Um, it goes something like, I haven't, I haven't said this in ages, so it's not going to be very snappy, but something like this, it goes, a man walked into a bar and he's got a, uh, giant orange for a head and he walks to the barman and he says, hi, can I just have a whiskey and Coke? And the barman goes, yeah, sure. I don't mean to be rude though. Can I ask you a question? Why have you got a big orange for a head? And he goes, well, it's a funny tale. A few weeks ago, I found this magic lamp. I gave it a rub and a genie came out. And the barman's sceptical, but you can see the guy's got an orange for a head. So he goes, all right, this this might explain some things. Go on. And the guy said, well, the genie came out and he said, you've got three wishes. And so the first thing I wish for is all the money in the world that I could, I could ever spend. And as you can see, I'm wearing an amazing £3,000 suit. As you can see... I've got some very expensive jewellery on. I'm wearing a Rolex Daytona, which is worth £35,000. Money's no object to me. And Obama said, right, well, what was your second wish? And he said, well, my second wish was to have all the women in the world that I wanted, all the sex that I wanted. And as you can see already, some women are gravitating towards me as I come into the bar. And if you look outside, you'll see my testosterone out there, and that's got couple of women in the back, women just follow me around and I get to have sex with as many beautiful women as I like all the time. And the barman said, right, well, what was your third wish? And the man said, to have an orange for a head. Right, catch you on the next episode.